Lots of bleeps. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, have you heard the latest conundrum? Um, no, it hasn't been sent to me yet. Espionage. Uh, right. Right. Basically, that guy who used to present Countdown. The ri- dead one. Uh, Richard Whiteley. The dead yeah? one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Ricky Tomlinson? Yes. From the royal family. Yes. And some football manager film. Ricky Tomlinson has accused Richard Whiteley of being an MI5 spy. Based on, and he states, I've got documents at home which are printed confidential, strictly confidential, and not to be seen. So, he was a spy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how strict, non-strictly confidential is, but if it's confidential and strictly confidential, you could have thought they could have spared a little bit of government money and just put strictly confidential. And then not to be seen... (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that what like by anyone at any point? <laughs> it's like a level above confidential. Richard Richard Whiteley, Richard Whiteley, the man who sat there making bad puns. Was he was he a spy for the whole of it, or was Countdown kind of his retirement? I don't, <laughs> you know, PTSD has has many treatments. One of them is trying to find words that don't exist. Yeah, none of them are standing in front of a giant clock as it slowly ticks down your life. <laughs> <laughs> like especially that era watching a woman be better than you at maths <laughs> just, just, none of this should make sense well maybe he was a spy that got caught maybe he was like another like a russian spy caught and tortured and held prisoner on counter and taught, taught <laughs> forever speak. handing out teapots <laughs> <laughs> with like secret messages inside <laughs> Because basically, um, apparently, Ricky Tomlinson um, got no arrested. in PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets like a Vietnam flashback as the letters go up. P. Uh, and another consonant. Diddy Mao? Diddy M- <laughs> <laughs> Does that weird Robert De Niro face when he finds Christopher Walken in Deer Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Strokes. Thompson, who did star alongside Carolina Hearn, which is irrelevant, but people loved yeah, Carolina yeah, Hearn, yeah. and she was amazing. Scotchio. Two people were dead. <laughs> believes Whiteley was an undercover agent for MI5 who helped him get sent to prison. Help, Be- helped Ricky Tomlinson right. get sent to prison. Now, I didn't get it all because it was a bit boring, but basically <laughs> he used to be a plasterer who I think organised some kind of yeah, strike. Yeah, he was, he was part of like a big workers' union strike in like the 80s or the 70s yeah. or something and, and so, something. And he was quite vicious about it as well. Like he was, um, he, he was as far oh, as... Oh, my five aware. got involved. And... Yeah, like he... <laughs> and gave I, him receipts with strictly confidential information. <laughs> like he, 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 he threatened people quite harshly who, do, who didn't strike, like similar to like kind of like mafia kind of threats. Like... Very... I was, telling, was it you, you? Do you know a lot about Ricky Tomlinson? Not a hell of a lot. There was somebody who was telling me about a book, like the autobiography of Ricky Tomlinson, about him having this crazy, insane life. It might have been mm. a LARPA, actually. Yeah, it could have been. I can't remember. But yeah, so Ricky Tomlinson, I've only ever seen him in the Royal Family and that Football Manager film. Yeah. And the Football yeah. Manager film was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and Royal Family was awesome as well. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, just out of nowhere. Um, he made the bizarre claim about Whiteley during an interview marking the opening of a Weatherspoons pub. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So this big giant ribbon in front of the weather spoons. Kunk, Whiteley was a spy. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be all David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with Ricky Tomlinson. That's fucking... <laughs> he'll he'll that's... decredit the dead. <laughs> yeah. Discredit. That's fucking strange. Oh, speaking of um, MI5, did you hear about the the plans that got found this week in a charity shop that I read about? No. I read about these today. Um, in a charity shop in the lining of a trunk, they found the schematic for a nuclear submarine. Yeah. Like from, from the Cold War era. That some guy had just hidden in this trunk and it's just shown up in a charity shop. But it's like, <laughs> and it's like, it's like a big 1.8 meter technical drawing that's now being auctioned off that I, I i guess but it was a classified document that this guy this guy just hidden it's just shown up in a charity shop and, mm-hmm. and like it's it's for, for like for, you could fully build a nuclear sub <laughs> like the russians would have wanted to get hold of it like 30 years like ago like instructions on yeah. how to build nuclear subs <laughs> yeah well i didn't know this because we've got nuclear subs right yeah. so i'll try and think yeah. but you know like if one of them was to launch a nuclear warhead mm. it kills all the crew <laughs> I, didn't I, I didn't realize that yeah like a bee well, no, like a bee. Like, if it, it stings then the bee dies well it makes sense i guess if you think like a rocket launch needs oxygen to burn to the fire to get the thrust yeah underwater the only oxygen is inside, inside a submarine them. like it's just it every, I, don't, I don't remember how exactly they die but everybody dies. That's fucking nuts. Like, so they're on the crew they're being on like, suicide Please squad. Not. That's insane. I didn't know that. Neither did I. And admittedly, I might be getting my my, my information from a comedian like Frankie Boyle or something. <laughs> I can't remember. But it, it, I believe it to be true. Like, that's. Imagine being told, right, fire one. Um, well, got, like, my kid's birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Do, do you really need me to do this? Why is a crew here at all? Yeah. It's an underwater floater. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need someone on to clean the decks and to make sure it doesn't rust. <laughs> Why can't we just Shut have a, a silo warheads. like everybody else? Oh, Why do silos we... don't move or get attacked by sharks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we can only have a nuclear program if it also endangers whales. <laughs> There was some deal that we made years ago. Whales must uh, suffer. With Greenpeace. This is the only instance in which you can harm whales. We can't blow them up on the beaches anymore. No. But we can put a mushroom cloud inside of them. (laughs) Fuck you and your kelp. Um, There was a horrible story, um, which I believe was in the States. Um, A boy, an eight-year-old, a six-year-old boy had a four-year in... A four... Hang on. There's words here. Yeah, yeah. A six-year-old boy Mm -hmm. had a four-inch-long laceration on his testicles when his mother, Jennifer Vargas, grabbed and yanked on him after becoming frustrated with him. What? It was so horrific, (laughs) I had trouble starting the sentence. My brain went, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Realising what she'd done, she tried to cover it up by applying rubbing alcohol and superglue. Oh, (laughs) God! Make a bad situation worse. <laughs> yes, you know people do super glue wounds closed. Yeah, but, but if you've just like... ripped off someone's testicles, effectively, it's not fucking Rambo. Don't worry, I'm going to gonna get the glue. 
That's that's telling. The only woman who could who 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 had the who had the balls yeah who had the balls to fucking tear open her own child's testicle <laughs> happened to have a bottle of vodka lying around <laughs> and, and super glue. But frustrated, not angered, no, not furious, just, oh, just like oh, like, she the remote like, control like batteries just, were dying. Yeah, she's just lost at Connect Four or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really need to tear someone's balls open. <laughs> yeah. I know, a six-year-old. My child, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of impressive that a six-year-old can have a four-inch <sighs> laceration. Well, no, because it's just like, skin hanging off. Uh, like, it's not... <laughs> it's kind of impressive that an amputee can swing his dead arm around. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> He's brave. He's brave. <laughs> the mother was charged with assault um, from by tearing his genitals. Good. The mother pleaded guilty and was sentenced to two years in prison and a five-year supervised release. Two years in prison for sexually assaulting and disfiguring and traumatising a child. <laughs> I'm pretty sure sexual assault gets more of a conviction than two years Yeah. when it comes to, you know, mu- genital mutilation yeah. and torture with superglue. It's fucking insane. Like... <laughs> Uh, like the whole act is insane, but the court's response to it have just been two years. Like if that I mean, had been you can get guy, two years for pot. <laughs> yeah, if that had been a guy, that would have. I get. I think that would have been much more severe, right? Um, if you grabbed a clitoris and ripped it so it was hanging off, yeah. and then covered them in superglue, yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd get a long sentence. Yeah, but because maybe it was because it was her son, he was her property. Who knows? Oh, right, yeah. Like, it's incestuous, <laughs> like, My some son? people... like <laughs> do what I like. Yeah. It's basically circumcision, yeah, just a bit further south. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't like it if it was your dog. <laughs> Let alone your fucking son. Uh, despite what happened, Jennifer Vargas, the mother, was extremely upset during the whole ordeal. I would like to say that I regret my actions. I would like to say... <laughs> I regret my actions. (laughs) But I won't. (laughs) Vargas said, I do love my children with all my heart. And she even added that her children are the most important thing to her. Despite being thrown in jail for physically and sexually abusing one of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to say. Yeah. I'm I'm apologising. Like, at that point, though, does it it matter? Like, you could say you were stalking someone. and If you're stalking someone, you could say they're the most important person in the world to me. But they don't (laughs) fucking think so. I don't think her kids really give a shit what they think, what she thinks about them anymore. Two years. The two years in prison is just insane. It's bizarre because that that kid's going to be scarred for life. That kid kid is In two ways. He's six years old. In two years, his mum's coming back. Yeah. Like... His mum's coming back and he still won't be old enough to defend himself. <laughs> um, there was also mention like the dad is in the military, came home and noticed like loads of bloodied tissues all over the house. And she so... did it on the day that he came home. <laughs> well... <laughs> or that she, or she just, Maybe she just left. Maybe face or something, I don't she know. She just left bollock blood all over the <laughs> fucking house. I mean, I've had my bollocks ripped into. Um, by a dog. By a dog. I yeah, on Christmas yeah. Day when I was when I was when I was like six or eight. Yeah, when I was yeah. six. Yeah. Is this me? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just realised. Yeah. <laughs> this is my diary. Yeah. And to be fair, but it wasn't the, your mother. The dog didn't do anything. Like the, we didn't do anything about the dog. I mean, no. I was glad when the dog was killed. 
like when it died, like right. years later. Yeah. Like, the, like um, it was. It's a whole complicated family situation where I don't really talk to the grand my grandparents anymore because it was their dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when <laughs> I meet up with, but I, I used to bump into them randomly, maybe once a year, and they told me their dog was dead, and I was like, well, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. They kept on attacking Fighting kids. People. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, fucking two years in the end. So you would hope that maybe she wouldn't be allowed to see her kids anymore. But I don't know. It feels like a really light sentence. And that, they, yeah. that means that it wasn't taken very seriously. And that, yeah, you can see your kids. But that's just me extrapolate, make, like assuming stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you'd th- yeah, if you if you had ripped someone's bollocks off, yeah. hopefully you wouldn't be, you'd be in prison for more than two years. Yeah. And I know she got a five year supervised sentence. But watching someone rip off kids' balls isn't, for five years isn't better. Like, <laughs> no, you should have. You should. You should be in prison for quite a while. No, and never be able to see your kids again. It's. Just, it, it's. I think. I. I. I don't know what the. Um. What. What the judge was thinking or assuming when he was passing sentence or whatever. But there is definitely a much lighter touch. Societally, on on women for these things. Well, it seems well, yeah. like the fact that you can have four women around a table on daytime TV laughing about a man getting his genitals yeah, cut yeah. off is is somewhat insane. Well, I read somewhere that um, yeah, the average sentencing for um, people varies greatly depending on race and sex. Yeah. So, like, um, white women will get the least sentence, but black men will have the highest sentence. Yeah. And there's a spectrum in between. And that's if that if that is true that's incredibly wrong but because if you do a crime we all believe in equality yeah you should yeah. get the same punishment yes yeah but then each crime is complicated and there's a spectrum and then that's why there's a judge to go like mm. i think you're sorry i think you're regretful oscar pistorius-esque yeah like oh you know you, you're obviously remorseful so you're punishing yourself i don't need to punish i've sensed you have some sense of humanity within you i yeah. can see that potentially you can be released back into society at some point yeah so therefore i'm not condemning you forever it's just you need you did something wrong you need to be away from society it's it's, it's complicated so i can't remember what happened with that because he was I acquitted know, I he cried a lot and then he was retried and then did they commit him after that I don't know. I can't remember. But um, yeah, that's the reason the judge is there for is to like because it's so complicated and it depends on you need to punish them, but the punishment is designed to help that person as well as protect society. Yeah. So it is going to be a complex issue. So there is going to be some kind of bias from judge to judge, but you would hope that sex and gender, um, gender and um, race doesn't really play a part eventually. Yeah. But uh, that's uh, that's an ongoing process, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose, mm, we we don't. We all, all we're hearing is exactly what she's been tried for and exactly what the sentence was. We would not. No, there's the court is getting an impression of her as a person, whereas we're not. I suppose. Yeah. So, but her saying that she loves her kids very much, and then yeah, trying to castrate them because she was frustrated, <laughs> is like. I don't think... I think that's the important part. Yeah. <laughs> I no, don't it's... think the fact that you put on lipstick when you went to the courtroom. No, And we're yeah. like, you know, I've got a family photo of my kids with and without bollocks. Yeah. Be like, I don't care about that bit. It <laughs> so, is, yeah. Uh, it is very important. But it's... Uh, I don't know. It's confusing. You, yeah, I just get the impression that she wasn't charged very much. No. <laughs> For something that <laughs> yeah, yeah. is pretty fucking horrendous. It's awful. Yeah. 
um, you're an artist, aren't you? You uh, you celebrate life. You're Incredible the only profession yes, that um, yes. celebrates life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also That's a me. French artist okay. who celebrates life in the exact same way that that woman at the Oscars did. Salvador. Um, in, he's called Abraham Poincheval. Point... Poincheval. I'm, Poincheval. I'm, I'm assuming he's French. Right. Um, I'm assuming that because he's French. Have you heard of him? Uh, no. Oh, he's done so many great things. Okay, great. He's changed the world and celebrated life in so many different ways. So the thing he's doing at the moment is he's living inside a rock, inside a museum. <laughs> <laughs> so he got a boulder, cut it in half, cut out a Abraham-shaped hole where he like him sitting down, yeah. and then got in it and closed it. Yeah. So he's just sitting in a rock for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they've closed it and the, the, no one's actually... You can't see him. You can't see him, but there is a crack. Like, he, you can communicate through. Oh, okay. So through this crack, <laughs> um, which is a limestone boulder, right. Abraham Poincheval said he had been buoyed, on, buoyed by how his performance has gone into people's heads. Has it gone into people's heads? Or are they just being like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> um, he says, I am travelling in this rock without moving. Like an astronaut. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't think astronauts are encasing themselves in rock. No. I don't think astronauts that's what they do. Astronauts are encasing themselves in science. <laughs> They're furthering scientific yeah. discovery. And uh, you're you know, in a rock. <laughs> propulsion. Um, he has a niche to hold supplies of water, super niche. dried meat. Yeah, well, I think a niche. The way they've used the word niche here is like there's like a small compartment or a small bit of space oh, right, okay. for water and stuff. Um, <laughs> a cubby hole where he uses to because he never gets out of this rock. He's right, going to be yeah. in there for a week. This is at like day three. Okay, um, where he said he hasn't had any accidents getting piss into the water bowl. Was like, well, that's not the hard one. The hard one is shitting. <laughs> you're shitting over yourself and you're just caking the inside of this bowl oh. of the shit. This must be what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you just hold it through. Is he eating? <laughs> yeah, there's food, soup, and dried meat. <laughs> Anything you can get through a crack. Jerky, maybe the odd crisp. <laughs> um, he said, people seem to be very touched. They come and talk into the crack, read poetry to me, or tell me about their nightmares That's or their dreams. just as fucking retarded as you are. I think, I think you're missing the point. All right. Strangers are coming up to this guy, <laughs> to the boulder with a crack in it. Yeah. Someone's trapped in there for a week, and yeah. they're telling him... They're nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got no, he's, he's in pitch black darkness <laughs> for three days straight. He's going to be hallucinating. He has right? no concept of time apart from like <laughs> the odd museum announcement coming on and a little girl coming in and whispering like, the bogeyman came last night. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he tore my neck with claws. It's like, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Telling them their dreams as well, so like tearing my neck with claws. Then I was a bunny rabbit, and I was running around and eating carrots. <laughs> but then my neck wound opened up again, <laughs> whispering nightmares into a boulder. <laughs> oh, there's an artist in here. Oh yeah, this was fucked up. I <laughs> I, I, I dreamt once that my face was my feet. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just start slipping five pound notes through the crack. Please go away. Please reverse busking. <laughs> Please stop. Please. Um, they're not so much talking to me, I think, as they're talking to the stone. And I'm very happy that this stone has gone into their heads. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, if I wasn't here, they'd still be here. <laughs> they'd 
still talking in this rock. <laughs> Good old nightmare stone. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it your nightmare. And it'll listen to them. <laughs> That's my power as an artist. I can make people talk to boulders. <laughs> so I love the way that the public is reacting to this, thinking it's beneficial, but probably destroying his mind. Because <laughs> he said he is, is like an acid trip. He's just been in yeah. pitch blackness for three days, not yeah. sleeping very well. <laughs> and just nightmares are coming in through the cracks. He's got a cease and desist from David Blaine. Like, Stop <laughs> yeah. stealing yeah. my shit. Well, um, if he survives the ordeal, the performance artist, who has previously spent a fortnight sewn up inside a stuffed bear, will attempt... <laughs> will attempt... <laughs> yeah, stop it. That's the most paedophilic action I've ever heard anybody do in their life. Because it's not like a bear. It wasn't like the, the Revenant or whatever. It was, I'm inside a teddy bear. <laughs> He's sewn up in it. Come see me. <laughs> yeah. Tell me your nightmares. <laughs> Give you one more. And they keep on turning them back to him. <laughs> He's inside the boulder. One time I went up to this bear, right? It's this teddy bear <laughs> fucking grabbed me by the throat. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good day. <laughs> so if he survives, um, um, he will attempt to become a human hen and hatch a dozen eggs by sitting on them for weeks on end. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's, it's art. It's art. It's I mean, so why, why are you inside that rock? It's art. Why are you sitting on an egg? Art. <laughs> Changing the world. <laughs> the only profession that celebrates was it celebrates how to life. live a life. Or to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Sitting on an egg. <laughs> what type of egg? A hen's egg. Don't you think a hen should be sat on that egg? Yeah. Because that will help it hatch. No, I'm wearing jeans. Oh, I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> Well, hands over there. He's just sitting on a baby. Um, yeah, um, he says uh, on the museum boulder thing. He says I've got some idea of time relative to museum hours. I hear different sounds, nightmares, but otherwise I have no sense of day or night. I can sleep. But it's very hard. It's very strange. I don't know whether I'm sleeping well or not. And even though he can only move his feet and hands a few inches, he states, "I do not feel oppressed by this rock." <laughs> <laughs> is not my oppressor um, no, I no. feel completely at ease in real connection with it uh, <laughs> I am now one with this rock <laughs> why 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 uh, Poix Cheval is certainly no stranger to bizarre and hair raising performances he once ate worms and beetles while living inside a bear um, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it was a real bear well, maybe it was a stuffed bear as in it was a taxidermied bear <laughs> He's eating worms and beetles while inside a bear. Uh, <laughs> he was buried under a rock for eight days and navigated France's Rhone River inside a giant plastic corked bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you going down a river in a bottle? <laughs> oh, you know, David Bowie. I don't know. Well, no, the police wasn't it message in a bottle. I'm a message. <laughs> yeah, I had... Um... I, I used to work with a guy, uh, and uh, he, he he worked in the warehouse, and he lived on a canal boat. And he said it's really, it, and he'd he'd go to the pub and go out into town and everything, and he's he'd say you get some really weird looks and whatever when you invite people back to the boat. Like <laughs> it's kind of odd because of the implication. Because of the implication. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but but people will come back and have a good time or, or whatever. What do you do when you invite someone back to the bear? 
got some worms. I, I have some uh, some worms and beetles. <laughs> How do you invite someone under a rock? Whatever drink is great, the shade is everything. If not, why don't we go in the giant floating plastic corked bottle going downstream? <laughs> Look, Pierre, can you just buy a house? For fuck's sake. <laughs> just, th- there's plenty of rental properties. I'm, c- I'm celebrating life. <laughs> I'm well, celebrating you are the only one that knows how. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just so fucking pretentious. <laughs> But they're artists. Artists are stereotypically pretentious. Uh, we knew a lot of them. That was drama versus CTP, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Contem- uh. Contemporary theatre performance. Yeah, or Where a guy refused bollocks. to wear shoes for a year. <laughs> <laughs> There's another girl who spent... Well, she, she, she's, I, don't, I can't remember how long she spent doing it, but she was just carrying a mattress around campus, like, on her back. <laughs> She just all day for 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 like a month. Go to all the lectures with a mattress on her back. Yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the thing the thing with um with this that kind of pretentious hipsterness was it was so easy to manipulate that my degree became very easy. I don't know if you remember, but yeah. I had a I had an exam, um, but um, that was being marked by a teacher who was a CTP teacher as well, a lecturer yeah. or whatever. And um, I was like, oh, I'll just do of mice and men and just put some combi Christ over it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it was just like, Steve, would you mind just learning this short two-minute piece? And we'll just say it, but we'll say it facing away from each other. Oh, yeah, And it'll yeah. be like normal, and then just combi Christ, which is a, a Swedish industrial metal band. Yeah. Which is great and amazing. And, the, yeah, really dark and cool music. Oh, I remember that. And I was just sitting on a chair. I was just, like, screaming. Yeah. And then, like, lighting lighters just randomly. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, there's so much meaning in here, isn't there? <laughs> It's like, it's like, it took me five minutes to organise this. <laughs> I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do for your degree? I was carried a mattress around. <laughs> oh, well, oh, great. Great, and we need electricians. <laughs> so, Ironically, you can't find a place to sleep. <laughs> Seems strange. Just carry your mattress around. And something I always like that Ben Shapiro said is like all these weird, all these people going out getting getting degrees in lesbian dance theory and surprised that they can't get a job. Like, uh, yeah. He was quoting Christian Hoff Summers, Christina Hoff Summers. Really? Yeah, yeah. She had a tweet that was like, "Yeah, if you are you upset that there aren't enough women electrical engineers, stop taking uh, yeah emotional dance theory or lesbian dance theory <laughs> and start taking electrical engineering yeah. degrees." <laughs> It's just, just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, and don't get me wrong, you can always get a job, no matter what. There's so many people who have unskilled work, and there's so many unskilled jobs that need doing. Yeah. But it's just, you have to accept that if you're not special, that's what you're going to do. Because <laughs> they need those jobs, so yeah, you'll be yeah. doing that. Supply McDonald's needs people. And yeah. it's not, a, it's not a, a bad job, it's a job. It's yeah. just don't complain about your prospects when you're not... When you're condemning yourself to less prospect, yeah, you can always but, retrain. Yeah, exactly. You can, can learn, yeah, learn yeah, something yeah. new. Yeah, and you you can take lesbian dance theory anywhere you go. <laughs> well, you could just be an English translator. Yeah, and just go to another country and be like, I speak English. Yeah, I'll tell you what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't speak your language. <laughs> yeah, but I can say it in an accent that you'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember school uniforms? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that you had to wear your school uniform? For it to be uniform, 
You couldn't, like, wear a diamond-studded blazer? Yeah. Yeah. Seemed reasonable at the time, but parents are pissed right now because, because kids can't wear Jojo bows. What the fuck and is And a Jojo bow is a bow worn by a girl called Jojo. And it's just a big hair bow. Right. <laughs> Parents across the country have vented their annoyance on social media after schools banned the latest tween craze, Jojo Bows. I hate that term. I really hate that term. What, tween? Yeah. <laughs> the oversized hair bows cost about £12 in some stores, and mothers have vented their annoyance after splashing out on the accessories, only for them to be banned shortly afterwards. <laughs> The popular accessories came to prominence after being worn by social media star Jojo Siwa, a 13-year-old dancer and singer from Nebraska. I've, I've, I can't do a 13-year-old girl's voice, which is no. going to be a weird accent. <laughs> you sound like Eurotrash. <laughs> I've always just worn bows, Jojo told CBBC's Newsround. They just got bigger and better and sparklier, and then I became Jojo with the Bobo, and it became a thing. <laughs> However, schools throughout the country have banned the hair bows because they do not comply with this, with some school uniform codes and are distracting. One Mumsnet user revealed they were banned in her daughter's school because they caused bullying. She said, yes, they fueled a type of bullying, so the headteacher banned them outright. Fortunately, my daughter thought they looked ridiculous, so was never drawn into that particular hideous fad. <laughs> And another commented, they shouldn't be banned. It doesn't stop kids from learning. It also makes them look tidy. No harm being done at all. Apart from the bullying that it was fueling, uh, mentioned by the previous person. One mother wrote on Mum's Net, who here didn't wear something daft when they were a kid? It's harmless. I personally don't think they look ridiculous. I personally think they look ridiculous, but it's not my head. <laughs> it's it's a, a, a again i don't understand the problem it's a school uniform you went to this school they said if you want to come to this school you have to wear this uniform yeah and that doesn't include cowboy hats no <laughs> it doesn't include googly eye glasses no it doesn't include you know certain bits of attire you know yeah. you, you can't wear you know golf shoes like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to wear this this and this yeah oh yeah but it's only a bow i don't it's up to, I don't care. That's the rule. That's the, that's yeah. the, you, you agreed with this, I and went now you suddenly disagree with it, and nothing's changed. Yeah, I went into school once with blue hair, and they sent me home, and they should have done. <laughs> well, like you, you, there, there is an argument, right, for freedom of expression. You can wear whatever you want, you can do whatever you want, but that crumbles as soon as you agree to comply to certain strict guidelines. Yeah. And what they're implying here is that they never agreed to these guidelines. Yeah. And it's like, well, you did. And if you did, and if you agreed to the guidelines and you feel like the guidelines have changed because it might be personal, like it might be a bit of a grey area, you agreed to go to this school. If you want to change school because your child can't wear a 12-pound bow, <laughs> if you want to do that and make your 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 child lose all their friends yeah. and go to another school, you're entitled to do that. Yeah. But don't try and bully the school because the school stopped it because of bullying. Yeah. Like, just That's what ridiculous. are you doing? <laughs> Admittedly, these are all taken from Mumsnet, uh, which I don't know much about the website, but the name implies very stereotypical, um, was it chick chicken coop attitudes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of just nonsense bitching. Yeah, yeah which isn't completely. sexist. I'm just going to say that and hope that it isn't. No, because <laughs> I don't think it, I'm not being sexist. It's, it's just some of it's like some of it's useful information. The rest of it is is yeah. It's a it's it's, it's a club of people who like to complain about things. Yeah, and it's, if you want to things. change the school's dress code policy, mm. 
I think. Oh, the, I think there was one. It's quote a giant I didn't get. PTA meeting. <laughs> there was a quote I didn't get, which was a mum getting furious because she was like, "Why are they caring about bows? About like head bows? They should be focusing more on getting children to learn and stopping, you know, smoking and drug abuse." In they're these doing that as well. Old kids, and it's like they're trying to do that, <laughs> and you're saying give them the bows. And they're like, excuse me, we're trying to deal with children smoking and drug taking, yeah. and you want us to, to stop that and have a discussion about bows. <laughs> no, that's implying we're busy. <laughs> that they've now taken all of their energy away from just teaching in general and focused it all against taking <laughs> bows. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, it's, yeah, it, 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 it's, you, you don't have a right to be so... Um, uh, to feel so um, jilted um, because you've already agreed to these conditions. So you should be like, it's a shame, but maybe, maybe there's a time in the day when they're not at school and they can wear a Jojo Bobo, a Bobo <laughs> Jojo, whatever the fuck. <laughs> maybe that's Say possible. The fucking thing. <laughs> I'm Jojo with the Bobo. <laughs> Oh, she's a celebrity. Yeah, you're know, really popular, are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand. I, it's, she's not supposed to be popular to me. That would be weird. But <laughs> yeah. I can't pretend to understand these things. Uh, My bows just keep keep getting bigger. Stop putting bigger bows on. <laughs> make them out of less material. <laughs> <laughs> not, are you not, surprised? You keep you just keep getting bigger bows. They're not a, growing. It's a, it's a really weird agency she's got. It's been like she needs she needs to make it big. Yeah. What if you made her bow bigger? What to... if you made her tits bigger? No, she's too young. Yeah. Not yet. What about her head bigger? No, there'll be like so many legal loopholes. Yeah. What about a bit on her head? <laughs> what, like yeah, her a ear? ribbon. Like a, a big ear. It's got one massive ear. <laughs> Let's put a rat on her ear that's growing its own ear. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be famous. Yeah, and then put her in that rock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my next story is my classic not funny story right. that I find really funny. <laughs> All right. That hasn't got any humour in it. But for some reason, when I when I hear it, I I, I like to think of, of of how it went down. So more than thirty people have been gunned down in a large military hospital in Kabul. Afghan officials say um, the gunmen were dressed as doctors, armed with guns and grenades. <laughs> Which I just whole doctor disguise kind of becomes irrelevant when you're holding an assault <laughs> rifle <laughs> just <laughs> hello doctor <laughs> what's that it's a new stethoscope <laughs> they're just trying to smuggle in weapons like just just, just like tuck down their thing like he's <laughs> holding the hand grenade like a phone it's like hello hello <laughs> <laughs> you need me on the fourth floor stat right Great. <laughs> Throw some grenades. <laughs> Doctor, your phone. Runs <laughs> up to the phone. <laughs> you don't need to be disguised as a doctor if you've got a gun. <laughs> That's all. Maybe it was a coincidence. Uh. We're going to have trouble getting into this uh, hospital. Why? <laughs> well, only doctors are allowed in the doctor entrance. <laughs> What if we had a gun? Well, yeah, I'm sure that would work, but technically we're still not doctors. So maybe if we are, appear as doctors, that will help us get it. <laughs> I've got a stethoscope and an AK-47. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, like, a key chain of grenades. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could dress up as a doctor and kill lots of people without a gun. Like, you yeah. can just dress up as a doctor and just inject people with things. Or just sneak in and smother people with pillows. Yes. <laughs> 
went to such an extreme. <laughs> it's so stupid to dress up. It's just fancy dress serial killings. Yeah. Don't seem to have the same appeal that I'm sure <laughs> a lot of serial killers think they should. <laughs> like, people love Halloween, but if there was a mass shooting on Halloween, I think people would be more upset about you know, the, the the victims than the fact that one of them was wearing a Union Jack dress, but the Union Jack was the wrong way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Zombie Spice. <laughs> Why were you Zombie Spice? Zombies can't shoot guns. Yeah, but, like, I was Zombie Spice. <laughs> <laughs> dress appropriately. They've had, like, doctors' Why not badges? just dress up as a tank? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, someone's dressed as a tank. Oh, they've got a gun. That makes sense with that costume. Let's let them in. Maybe they're here on a consultancy. <laughs> Why are you dressed up as a doctor? Why have you got a gun? Um, bang. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Go all out on it. Like, have a little doctor's badge on it, but they're, they're really impressed because they've got little novelty names on it. <laughs> Dave Bomb. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> like they're, they're just a bit insecure. So as they're mowing down people, they've been like, no one's looking at the badges. <laughs> they don't even know. <laughs> just God. the one guy at the back. It's like, oh, I spent a lot of time on these badges. <laughs> they're laminated and everything. <laughs> well, it's like, well, they probably wore was like a white coat. <laughs> he's a doctor. <laughs> he's got loads of guns. Yeah, but he's got white coat. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a prescription pad. Prescription for death. Uh, commandos landed on top of the hospital roof and killed all four attackers after several hours of fighting. Because they kept shooting doctors. <laughs> thinking... <laughs> They're just the doctors. Back from... <laughs> Don't want to take a risk. Um, Islamic State claimed the attack and the Taliban denied any involvement. Uh, 50 people were also wounded. <laughs> like they got... They got uh, Islamic State, did you uh, do this? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Taliban? No, nah, that wasn't us. Nah, I, don't, I don't want anything to do with that. I, we don't dress up. Okay. <laughs> We're above fancy dress. We, we don't We're not cosplay. themed. Yeah. <laughs> themed terrorists. We are just the Taliban. Yeah. <laughs> Have been since 1994. <laughs> We've just done Taliban-y things. Yeah. <laughs> You'd know it. Was there a plane? No. So, well, that was our co- oh, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, this woman is furious at Netflix um, because Netflix has announced that it's going to start giving viewers control of how programs' stories unfold. Twats. <laughs> Largely for kids' shows. Right. At the moment, not like so. Like you know, like you had those like choose so, like, your own ending books. books. Yeah. But for film, for television programs, right? And this woman is furious because, because apparently, um, it's, it will destroy relationships and actors. Imagine having to film multiple versions of everything. Where's your integrity? Where's your motivation, darling? Your entire working life is now just one big green screen. It's what? Like, yeah, it is. You're an actor. Imagine <laughs> having to do multiple takes. Imagine where's your integrity. <laughs> Imagine having more work and more money and being able to last longer on a single job. Like, Where's imagine. your motivation? It's like, well, you know that like actors, you know, perform more than one role in their lifetime, yeah. where one role may be a different ambition or direction to another one. Yeah. Like, you have to do this. Where's my motive? My motivation <coughs> is that this job just got four times as big. <laughs> I only have to work once this year. 
Think of the rows you already have about what to watch. Now imagine the rows you'll have about which plotline to choose, which ending to have once this thing spreads. One of you will want Danny Latimer to be found alive, or Walter White to go into permanent remission. And for Alicia Florrick and Diane Lockhart to make up at the last minute and walk off into the sunset together, while the other will insist not. This is the end of days. I haven't done a choose-your-own-adventure <laughs> since I was very small. And it's not because they're not aimed at me anymore. Yeah. It's because I don't want to. But again... They're not going to start doing it kids for stuff. hour-long dramas. Exactly. It's not going to be done for Breaking Bad. Yeah. Do you really think people who make films and TV <laughs> shows don't want to have a specific plotline told throughout? <laughs> Is no, Walter White they caught at the end? Or does he run away and open a meth-themed theme park? <laughs> yeah, it's just not uh, going to... But they're big. doing it with, like, Percy Pig. <laughs> so it's like, hey, kids, where do you want to hide? Press red for cupboard. Yeah. Press green for the, maybe not that intense. Yeah. I've never blue Pig. for the giant plastic bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Press the French colour for inside a giant plastic corked bottle floating down the River Rhone. <laughs> Press the baguette button. <laughs> yeah. I want to hide in the bear. <laughs> See now, because of me, all remotes have baguette buttons on them. <laughs> I'm changing the world. I'm celebrating life. <laughs> Uh, she ends it by saying, this is the end of days. Netflix, this is not chill. It's like, oh, uh, right. so this whole article hasn't been about anything. You just wanted you to just make wanted a Netflix joke. That's That's what you wanted to do. People are just furious. Who's, who, who do you woman? not think we've all got enough to do without this? It's not you. <laughs> it's not mandatory. It's, and it's, but no one's forcing you to watch television shows. No, but why is this taking more time for them? Oh, because they, uh, I imagine, um, well, the Rouse, obviously they're arguing all the time, yeah. but I imagine they're assuming that maybe they'd want to watch all of the alternate endings, right. which again, isn't mandatory. None of this is mandatory. So you're saying your kid will take longer to run out of things to watch? Yeah. <laughs> I... Yeah, and she's assuming that it's going to be done with, I, I don't know, a lot of these references I don't get, I don't know Danny Latimer. Do you know mm, Danny Latimer? Another name, I don't know. Uh, Alicia Florrick, Diane Lockhart. No. I'm assuming that's like a Thelma and Louise kind of thing, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, she's assuming that this is going to ruin all past films. It's like, well, no, they can't. It's not going to. Not everything is Star Wars where it's going to be remastered, right? Yeah. They're not going to add new things to old films all the time. No. Like, and yeah, just saying it's just. It's aimed at kids, love. Just chill the fuck out. Why are yeah. you so angry? But people. There's something that people like about people who are angry uh, for no reason. I I I get a lot of mileage out of people who are angry for no reason. I think you probably do as well, but yeah. like not. But only only because you go. This is purely entertainment. Yeah. Like there, there's a video of um, uh, I saw on your mom's house podcast who where there's a woman waiting to get off a plane. Like everyone stood waiting to get off of a plane, and she's screaming for people to hurry up. Like right. when I say screaming, she's not like emotionally angry. She's being loud and impatient. Yeah. And she's saying like, look, I have to get off because I'm having my period and blood's running down my leg and you just need to move the fuck on. Right. And she's trying to make it seem like she, she's assuming that it's um, improper to talk about your period. Yeah. And it's like, nobody cares. 
Yeah. Right. But you're telling these motherfuckers to hurry up and stuff. Yeah. And there's people saying like, you know, I've got kids. Can you please not say it to my kids? Yeah. And you go again, that really shouldn't matter. Kids are going to hear strangers yell stupid things. Yeah. My point is, who were you yelling at? Yeah. The line is not moving yeah. at all, which means the door's probably not open. Yeah, there's so no one standing. At, there's no one standing there, like out preventing and, her. Yeah, it's just just a looking at the stairs, being like, "I'm scared of stairs. Yeah. I'm just gonna stay here, and you can all wait." Yeah, it's it's so stationary, and it's like a ten minute video where it doesn't move. So you're like, what I would assume is the door hasn't opened yet. Like yeah, the plane's parked, but they haven't got the. Maybe they need the stair car to drive up to the plane and give yeah. out the stairs or whatever, or something else is going on. You yelling at random people yeah when they've got no control over any of this <laughs> it's like just chill the fuck out i don't care if you're bleeding if you've got diarrhea if something you know, there's a time frame on you right now there's nothing anybody can do no but people found it really entertaining and i, I can't find it entertaining because i just as soon as you go like well she's not this isn't for any reason she's blaming the wrong people for why she's being delayed yeah if she was angry that the door wasn't open like that would open it up for me. I'd be like, all right, that's, that's funny, you know, whatever. But yeah. being angry at people and trying to make them uncomfortable because you think that your period is taboo and talking about period blood is taboo. It's like, it's... People are adults. Not everybody is as childish as you are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, yeah, that's the other thing is I think people think um, that the taboos they had when they were kids still pertain today. And they do for some people, but when you grow up and you have life experiences, things get put into perspective. Mm. You're like, who cares? Like um, there was a, like uh, there was a time when you were a teenage boy and you had sex with someone and you came on their skin. You wouldn't touch it because you thought it was gross. Mm. And you'd be like, well, that's because you're a kid and you're stupid. <laughs> and then you grow up and you're like, it's just natural phlegm, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not, maybe you will try to avoid it, but you're not going to be like, no. <laughs> it's like, no, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Things have gotten better. Yeah. I'm bleeding. Bleeding's gross. It's like, no, you're just bleeding. Blood. Just sort I mean, it out. <laughs> let me know if you've got hepatitis or something and yeah. maybe I'll steer, I'll stand a few feet back yeah. if you've got a gusher. But... <laughs> In the meantime, it's just blood. Well, it's just, it's that whole squeamish thing that I yeah. think I, I talked about. I think I've talked about it before because I remember quoting something I said before. I always quote myself when I'm right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never right. There is no right. There is no absolute truth. Therefore, yeah. everything is inconsequential. Yeah. But, I'm, um, uh, I'm celebrating life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's whole people are squeamish thing. And people are just squeamish. Like, um, well, to, and people get freaked out. Like, people get There's freaked out of things. wasps. I mean, I don't want to watch people take a shit. No, but say, like, just like, random thing, like, everyday things, like wasps. People yeah. freak, like, panic yeah, yeah, around yeah. a wasp. And I get that same um, apprehension when I see a moth, for whatever reason. The sound that they make and the juttery news, the juttery movements they so make. I get it with beetles when they fly over the light and the whole room goes dark. <laughs> just that whole thing flying into a light bulb again yeah. and again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. I get that apprehension, but I go, "It's that's what this is. Yeah. I need to move this moth out. When I'm trying to capture the moth, I might be a little bit flinchy, but I'm like, I accept that I know what's going on here. If you locked me in a room with a moth, I'd be fine. Yeah, it's just you know this. It it's it, my natural reaction is whoa, it, it's movements I don't trust yeah. or whatever, 
and yeah people being squeamish about stuff like being squeamish about uh yeah if you've cut yourself there are people who look squeamish about blood and it's like well no you just it isn't as important as you think it is it's yeah. important but there's more important things and it's just something you need to take responsibility for and deal with yeah <laughs> it's just just move on nuts move the fuck on I never got spiders. I never understood why people no. were bothered about spiders, and I can't, f- I can't figure out if it's that, um, it's it's a because there's so many people who are bothered about spiders, mm. I, mostly girls, but I know a lot of guys that mm. are squeamish about spiders and whatnot, and I can't figure out if it's a natural thing. There's something inbred into some people that to to freak them out about that kind of thing, if that yeah. particular thing, maybe because. Uh, I don't know, when we were cave people, spiders were poisonous in the same way that a lot of people are scared yeah. of snakes. Um, or if it's just something that's passed down, you should be scared of spiders when when you're kids. You see yeah, your parents yeah. being scared of spiders. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm scared of spiders. I, I, can't, I can't figure out that relation, but it's so widespread. Well, there is um, d- there is evidence that experien- experiential or memories are passed down or instincts are passed down by DNA because if you throw a baby into a river it swims yes like yeah. it knows that i'm it will try to swim no 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 it's not sorry it holds its breath yeah yeah if, as soon as the baby goes they into do the water have a swim reflex, they naturally the same as dogs do yeah but that naturally they they know to hold their breath yeah and that's yeah. something that you know you go they weren't taught that they can't understand that no their body just goes i'm going to hold my breath now yeah and admittedly if you jump into ice cold water you do breathe in as you're going in you know yeah. you get that kind of but it's, that's usually a negative <laughs> like you, yeah. you have that feel of <gasps> oh my god and you like yeah. you hold your breath so maybe that's a similar thing i don't know but so there is memories that are passed down or instincts that are passed down genetically yeah so maybe there could be a genetic fear of um something but yeah i reckon it's it's largely um it's largely um something that you've experienced as you've grown up or something that you haven't understood when you've grown up mm. but it's also you're, what you're afraid of is not like the moth yeah the reason that makes me apprehensive about the moth it's got nothing to do with the moth yeah it's yeah. it's movement and yeah. it's um it's it's kind of structure of its body so when it hits something yeah it makes like a hollowy metallic kind of thunk yeah and I'm, i noticed that that's a bit weird to me so the moth doesn't freak me out no or make me apprehensive it's just like something moving and making that noise so it yeah. could be something completely irrelevant could be a fucking raptor whatever yeah. i'm thinking of. i think it's i, th- I think a lot of people are, are, are afraid and i again i wouldn't say i'm afraid of it but i do get apprehensive mm. around just franticness frantic movements as loving like, gestures anything <laughs> but anything anything being frantic a, a, a trapped a trapped animal like you say a wasp right, flying yeah. around a moth just here there and everywhere bumping yeah. into things so maybe spiders like running around yeah you can't unpredictability i guess yeah. that kind of frantic unpredictable thing like yeah that i can understand people being apprehensive about that and that applies i guess to a lot of insects and animals mm. and whatnot so maybe there is some kind of sense there it also depends that. on your mood as well like um i'm very it's very rare that i'm grouchy but like i noticed today that um uh, i was a bit like there was a lot of noise coming and i was just like just shut the fuck up yeah and i'm not someone who like enjoys silence like i'm usually listening to stuff but yeah i was just like somebody's making a lot of noise yeah and it was like my dog tearing something about i was just like just stop yeah <laughs> i don't want you to make noise right now <laughs> so like i imagine you get the same thing with somebody being so energetic when you're not energetic uh, you're like, first thing in the morning stop. don't talk to me 
See, that's something I've never understood. I'm, I've I'm never a, understood it. I'm a real morning person, but on my own. I'll, <laughs> I can get up and I'll be as awake as anything. I'll go out for a run. Have a great, like, I'll, I'll be great and I'll be focused and I'll be thinking perfectly clear, perfectly happy, not grouchy, not anything. But I don't want to socialise. <laughs> I don't. I, well, that's the thing. That, that that's what a not morning person is, isn't it? It's someone who isn't fun to be around. I guess for a lot, a lot of people associate it with be, like uh, not being able to get up and get out of bed, or uh, not I get, being I alert. It as, like, um, there's some people I know who, if you talk to them in the morning, you're like, just wait until they've showered and had a cup of tea, and yeah, you know, don't. But there's no point talking to somebody, yeah. talking to that person before they've done X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and yeah. you just go. Why? The only reason can be drug abuse. Like, you have to wait for the drugs to filter out the system. Yeah. Like, they drank so much caffeine, they're on a caffeine crash. They drink yeah. so much alcohol, they're hungover at the moment. All these kind of things just go, they've just got to wait until they've balanced themselves out. It's like, well, don't fucking put yourself in a deficit before you... I mean, I'm a diabetic. But like, <laughs> take care of your body, people. But in the morning, I'm right as rain. I'm I'm more than happy to talk. I'm really, I'm really, I'm just a nice guy. <laughs> it's just yeah, in the morning, I, I'm not frustrated with anything. It's I'm like, not oh, exactly I'm, a social creature, and I can get frustrated at stupid things. Oh, I definitely I get angry at stupid things. But yeah, it just, it just seems weird that like it's when your brain is starting back up, like that slow movement to get back up to full speed. You, yeah. you assume happens. I don't know if that's true. And yeah, like, when you like, wake up, does it take you or brain a while to be back to maximum efficiency? I, I mean, it was only on like I just need to pad myself sleep. out with things before I can deal with stupid people. That's all. Well, I've noticed that, I mean, everyone's got things that if you did, you feel better. Like yeah. if you wake up and you don't have a shower, you feel worse than if you woke up and had a shower. Yes, yeah. Just because you, the water and, you know, you f- it's refreshing. It affects your yeah. body in a positive way. But that this weird that if someone has a shower and if they don't have a shower, they're Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's so strange. It's so I, strange to me. I feel amazing first thing in the morning. Yeah, if I, if, yeah, if I have a shower, particularly if I've exercised as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's just, just, just perfect. Like, I think that's... I don't know. Maybe it is a biological thing. Maybe it's a, maybe it is a like a, a movement of blood and a flushing of chemicals and everything like that. Maybe maybe, it is, maybe I, I, there I is think something because that's what it's... that's what they think sleep is. Like sleep is your brain flushing useless chemicals that is ga- yeah, yeah, yeah. waste chemicals that it's gathered throughout the day, and that's why we need it. Yeah. So maybe that's the final kick. Maybe maybe maybe, like, maybe it's a process of, of waking up. I reckon I it's um, it's maybe it's genetic, but I think it, I think you you learn so many habits. Mm. and personality traits from people you are around when your brain is developing as a kid. Yeah. Like, even if it's, like, zero to four or, you know, even up to the age of 16. Yeah. Like, there's so many people that I I remember meeting that had a profound impact on my personality that I was like, I'm going to be a bit more like that person. Yeah. Or I'm going to do that kind of thing. Or I'm not going to do that. There's so many people I just kind of interacted with that made me that way. Mm. Because... yeah, I'm a very much a morning person. My brother is not a morning person. Yeah. Like, you see him in the morning, he'd barely talk to you. He's And my mum's a morning person. My dad mm. is not a morning person. Yeah. So it's like, well, maybe it's genetic. But um, I spent a lot more time with my mum growing up than I did with my dad because of his working situation. Yeah. And when my brother came along, that working situation was no longer really a factor. So mm. it was spending more time with him. So it was all yeah. these kind of different yeah. random things that happen. Um yeah, started to do, um, well, um, a friend and I have decided to, he's, he's a listener of the podcast, decided to get in better health 
and yes. better shape. Yes. Um, because I need to do it and he wants to do it. So yeah. he kind of offered to help me, which is great. Um, and we were going to start yesterday, but this prick, right, <laughs> who, by the way, thinks you can't make lemon milkshakes. Yeah. Right. Because it will, I can't remember what he said. Curdle. I barely listened it to it. It will curdle. Curdle. It'll, no, it won't curdle, you dickhead. Right. <laughs> this prick has such pretentious standards, he wouldn't work out in my garden full of dog shit and broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, my house is, uh, is is a bit of a state, but I've been cleaning it, but I've been like, I'll clean the garden like this weekend because I've been busy with loads of stuff. And he was like, do oh, you still want to work out today? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just a heads up. It's a bit Nick, it's a bit messy at the moment in the garden. Yeah. I need to clean it. I'll clean it this weekend. We can start next week, or you can come round and have a look at what you want. Yeah. Uh, you see, I saw his face. <laughs> just walks out. <laughs> Crunch. What's that? Oh, it's just some broken glass. Uh, what's that? That's a that's a cemetery of dog shit, <laughs> like all over the wooden decking and stuff. <laughs> open up the garage. You see him looking like, hmm. So when 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 do you want to clean it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you so, so very different standards compared to everyone else <laughs> well i don't just believe that if you can do it then you can probably do it in this atrocious situation <laughs> it would don't get me wrong i agree it'd be much easier and better if there wasn't broken glass everywhere yeah and if there wasn't you know dog shit everywhere. <laughs> but i'd be like oh you know because it'll work out if you want it. <laughs> Still game. there's a chance you'll cut yourself and step in shit but you'll get a pump <laughs> it'll be good <laughs> So have you started yet? No, <laughs> no, uh, I'm um, very um, heavy into work this week. Um, but yeah, this weekend I need to um, sort out a whole bunch of DIY stuff and um, yeah, start back on the exercise train. Yeah, um, because yeah, I just have to. So yeah, and starting yeah. to get some momentum in terms of pe- getting people involved in it, which is going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, um, and doing stuff. Um, so yeah, um, it's a lot easier to, we, me and my mate both feel that um, we'll do anything for other people, but when it comes to ourselves, we're just going to kind of fall short and be lazy and procrastinate about it. Yeah. So with us helping each other out, it should be the best of both worlds and be able to sort stuff out, which should be awesome. Mm. So hopefully next week, there'll actually be some exercise yeah. <laughs> in my daily routine, my weekly That's routine. Cool. And then yeah, fucking properly dive. I've just got a really addictive personality and just need to... I keep on telling myself this to try and convince myself that this is true and that I'm not just a computer <laughs> game playing loser. <laughs> it's because I'm addictive. It's, you know, I put, I, put, I put more energy into everything than the normal person. So when I play a game, I play it fucking... It's like maybe you just want to isolate yourself. And never do yeah. No, I'm addictive. I'm addictive. So, yeah, I'm going to try and um, jump into uh, back into weightlifting and yeah. swimming. And uh, maybe basketball as well. Let's see what... Because, uh, yeah. yeah, me and you used to play... Bar- well, I started playing basketball as instead of playing computer games and you got an hour free between lectures, just yeah, go to yeah. a basketball court and just shoot hoops. Yeah, because they're, they're on campus. Just... It's free yeah. and it's not like intense exercise, but, but it nice. is cardio and, and it does satisfying. get the blood flowing. Yeah. And you can... Swish. So then it was just like, I've got an hour free. Yeah. I'm going to do something. Who wants to come play basketball? We'll go play basketball. We didn't even tackle each other. We no. just played horse. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> well, 
it was horse and then it was bastard and then <laughs> something stupid. It just got yeah, the words got longer and more obscene. Yeah, it was just shooting hoops as well. Yeah, it was. it was great. But it was better than sat on a sofa, yeah, you know, doing nothing or going and get a takeaway or something. It was like, oh, we'll just go chill over here. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to try and look out, see if there's places around. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, get a bit more proactive. That's cool. Do a few more things. Yeah. Start. How are you doing productive ways? Um, Good, actually. I've just spent the full... I, 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 I spent all weekend working on my videography stuff mm-hmm. um and when i say working i mean like a full full a full 16 hours like the same like eight hours each day the same mm-hmm. as i would if i was actually working and it was just fucking great like yeah. i spent a day editing and i spent the next day uh building like, uh, building the the website and i had like a, uh I, I just had coffee and i was just listening to vinyls and just working and it was just like this is fucking amazing. Mm. Like this is this is what I want from my um, my work life. I feel like I'm being productive, and I'm not being restricted. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's fucking awesome. So yeah, more of, definitely more of that. I need to get that going as soon as possible. Um, and my ankles like like ninety eight percent something fucking stupid now. Um, so I've been able to start working out again as mm-hmm. of today, and that was awesome yeah like really really good so yeah yeah more of the same um again i keep fi- i keep stalling before i can finish building the habit really but um it's uh, just sort of starting to get back on track with things now so yeah, yeah it's good yeah really good yeah well it's the, it's the important thing is when you do take a break that you get back onto it yeah i mean it, we've both done that we've done it for like a two-week stint or a six-week stint i yeah. mean like i said we've talked about before the you did a stint of doing videos for music every week yeah, but uh, that you took a, I think you had a, like a sore throat, or your voice was a bit gone, a little bit fucked, and, and that then, was like four months ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I just once you it. stop and you take that break, you go, oh, I might as well not come back. Yeah, and it's about getting back on the horse. Yeah, yeah, and fitness wise is would help with everything else anyway. So exactly, I think fitness thing is more, is higher priority than creativity anyway. <sighs> so focusing on jumping back on that horse is good. <sighs> yeah. Oh, speaking of fitness thing, did you know that um, I, I I read today that uh, Nike have, uh, have have bought out a, uh, a a fitness hijab? Yes, I have Nike Pro. Yes, I think it's called. Yeah, which when I read, I was like, uh, that seems controversial. But yeah, it also doesn't. At the same I mean, time. I'm sure it, <laughs> like it makes it, sense. There's got to be a market for it, but it yeah. also feels like uh, like drawing go faster stripes on a Bible. Well, that that that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the reaction you get. Is you're yeah. thinking like, yeah, it feels like the hijab is a, is a, is a, is a holy material, but I'm assuming it isn't. I don't know. Yeah. So like, if you can wear any type of hijab, is you it want. just about covering your hair? If that's all it is, yeah, if, then if I guess it, it then, makes yeah, sense. Well it makes sense to have something that, yeah, that you can you can do that in, in in an activity. Yeah, yeah. Like that that makes sense because I guess they're not made for that. Well, they they made those burkinis. That um, uh, yeah. women wearing burkas didn't mind wearing. At least some didn't. Yeah. So you go, well, if you're allowed to swim in a burka, then I guess you're allowed to run in a burka. Yeah. And therefore, the you can do whatever action you want while wearing these materials, which yeah. again makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you're re- <laughs> reading it, you're like, oh my god, this is really controversial, and it's purely about it's purely because it has something to do with Muslims. 
Yeah. It's just, like, it's just a fucking job. Like, yeah, someone brought out a GoPro. Uh, yeah. Oh, they've got a Nike Pro priest's collar. It's like, all right. <laughs> like, I'm sure, I'm like, sure priests would priest be collar pissed. with a little black tick on it. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> just do it. No, 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 no. Let's not go down that path again. <laughs> just do it. So long as you're not wearing any form of protection. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the, the, the priest that you're talking. Just do it and then cover it up for years. <laughs> yeah, never, ever abort or something. <laughs> oh, today was... Today was International Women's Day! <laughs> As if I haven't been told all fucking day. And Have all you... the men, all the men that are just completely fucking whipped all over Facebook being like, but we've got every other day. Wait, 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 wait. I was going to say no one's noticed. Really? Because <laughs> I didn't notice anything. Oh. Apart, apart from when I went on to... Apparently um, you don't have enough fucking liberal friends on Facebook. <laughs> I don't have enough friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, Facebook-wise, I, I only subscribe to a few people. So yeah. it's like, I don't really want to listen to these people. But yeah, um, I thought... I was looking on the news and it, and it took me a while to come across. And I was reading like the... the um, the way I get all my articles is via Facebook, having liked like the independent and all these different kind of news outlets. Yeah. So I get all my information from there pretty much. And then I research it. So yeah, I, I was like scrolling all the way down. I was like, there must be something else going on today. All these kind of bits and bobs. Oh, it's yeah. Antonition and international without a woman day or woman. International day, women's day. Where thousands of women across the world yeah. <laughs> are not going into work. And they gave um, examples. That was of, today. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I just knew it was interna- it's International Women's Day. Oh, is it? Oh, I, I knew I that. Remember the uh, the name, yeah, but yeah, you remember before I was saying that. Yeah, uh, I remember that thing before. Yeah, I the didn't, people, I didn't the know people that who did happened. the Don—that's the thing. Nobody knows. I didn't- <laughs> <laughs> so the people who organised the Women's March against Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, the way the article was phrased, it wasn't saying that they organised it, but like parts of that organisation organised this. Yeah. Where women, thousands of women across the world, didn't go into work and. Uh, yeah, refuse to refuse to spend any money today, in order to show the world how much of an economic power women are, oh, yeah. and how re- Who how runs much people the world? need girls, women. girls. And it's like I get it. Like I don't think you need to prove that point. I think that I think the fact that only thousands out of billions of people did this yeah. proves that those thousands of people you know, actually wanted to continue to contribute to the world yeah. and didn't want to quit. There was a thing about um, a bunch of teachers in um, America, something like 400 teachers in America all requested the same day off work and weren't going to come in because of it. So they closed the schools. <laughs> it's like, I don't think the children should suffer. No. Like, and it's not the case of all the women were teachers. You go like, well, no, if half of the women were teachers, you'd still have to close the school. Yeah, you can't just no. have twice the size of a classroom and expect it not to be chaos. Yeah, so it's yeah, there's a lot. You know, it seems like a strange protest to me. Yeah, but yeah, I um looking on BBC News and it didn't get reported until like five in the afternoon. <laughs> so it was like in the morning, it was like oh they'll turn up soon, <laughs> they'll be there in a minute. Great success. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, his uh, yeah. I thought I almost <laughs> forgot to mention the thing that barely anybody <laughs> noticed happened. No, I didn't have a clue. I didn't know that was happening. It makes sense yeah. that, it would, that it would line up with International. Well, Women's I didn't Day. know it was International Women's Day. Yeah, apparently. No, I don't have a problem with it being International Women's Day. I don't. I don't, I don't care. Like, no, but fuck. Well, who was, who was it the last couple of years? Richard Herring. I don't know. He's an English comedian um, who's got. I, I haven't seen much of him, but I think it's quite a dry. A comedian, um, not someone that I particularly subscribe to, but he made a lot of waves by being the man on Twitter yeah. denouncing men who were angry about International Women's Day. And the reason was, was because International Women's Day is taken much more seriously than International Men's Day. Because there are male issues and there are female issues, but female issues are given a lot more spotlight. Right. And when it comes to International Men's Day, it becomes men have got everything. Why are yeah. we celebrating men? And it's like, well, yeah. International Men's Day is raising awareness of the fact that male suicide is twice the rate of women. Yeah. So men, you would assume that men have a much tougher time struggling through their teens. Yeah. Because twice as many boys are killing themselves. Yeah. Maybe we should deal with this as well as suicide in later life. Like the men have pro- more problems with suicide than women do. Yeah. So maybe we should talk about it. And instead, and look, I, I, I was really relieved. It's the first time I actually was like, cause when it, when the whole Richard Herring thing was coming out and there was, a, it opened up the debate of men, men's values and as well as women's yeah. values, we should celebrate women on international women's day, but we also need to be aware of men at the same time. Yeah. Um, that whole argument opened up and I was like, oh, it'll be interesting to see what International Men's Day happens. And I can't remember when it is. I think it's like it's, November. It's November 19th. Right. So like, when it came along, it wasn't as trolled. It was like, no, this, it, 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 it seemed to have worked that people raised yeah. awareness of um, International Women's Day, raises awareness of women, but should also raise awareness of all genders. Yeah. You know, kind of um, struggles in that. Yeah. So that actually came out. But yeah, Richard Herring. Yeah, that's what he did. He made loads and loads of tweet. He tweet. He tweet. He retweeted everybody who said um, International Women's Day. Well, when's International Men's Day? There is none. And he would go. He would just retweet it with "It's November, whatever day it was." Yeah. And he would just do that again and again and again. And the papers loved it, and people loved it because it's a man speaking up for. Me. Yeah. It's like it's just, yeah, just these are fucking idiots that just want to rage at something. Yeah, yeah. And it's a valid rage because if you don't know that there's an International Men's Day, like there's a Black History Month, but there's not like a Kenyan History Month, no, or a British History Month, or an Asian History Month. Yeah. It's fav- it, You could you could subtract from that that black people have one twelfth of the value of whatever I don't know, or the they've got more value than any other culture. Like I heard something. I thought something controversial today. Um, I think Ben Carson said something who's like an American politician of some kind mm. who said that slaves and immigrants have a lot in common in today's. Yeah. And he said that he admires the African-Americans who broke through and overcame slavery. Mm. And I don't think that is necessarily how it happened, right? I don't think black people overcame slavery. No, that I wasn't think down white to bl- people white people ended slavery. Abolished slavery yeah. for whatever reason, whether it be because of black people forcing them to, or it was just because of awareness and intellectual debate. Well, at the end of the day... We no longer want to do this. It caused a war. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at the the end of the day, while we would love to say, oh, we abolished slavery because we realised it wasn't right and everything like that, we abolish slavery because it's not economically viable. Yeah, that's the whole Steve Hughes bit, isn't it? It it goes like, hang on, we, 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 we pay for these guys' shelter, we feed them every day. How about, no, fuck it, you're free, we'll pay you 250 you know, you, you go about your way. 
Yeah. But we'll see you on Monday, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So, like, you're still slaves to a job. Like, it doesn't... It but d- now they have to pay for their own food and their own housing. <laughs> yeah, sl- slavery doesn't build a thriving economy. Like, it's, mm. it, just, it, it just doesn't. That's why it was abolished. It's not, it's not because we suddenly... We, we, we felt all humane and, like, oh, maybe mm. we've been treating them badly. No. Well, then, again, there might have been an aspect of that. But I don't sure think was. black people defeated slavery. No, they didn't. I think they survived slavery. Yes. Absolutely. Like they, yeah. Like and yeah, there was revolutions and there was yeah. people uprisings and stuff like yeah. that. But if you if if you believe that the political culture at the time was white supremacy mm. and that only white people had these jobs, then I'm then it must have been white people who changed those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was just one of those things where that's the example of an argument that if presented, people wouldn't argue the idea mm. or the concept or the or the suggestion. Yeah. They would argue emotionally yeah about how angry i should be or how angry or however you know emotionally about an emotion that yeah. i'm not to discussing at the time it doesn't matter how you feel about it it does not change uh, the facts. no uh, you know, african-americans were very brave in that situation slavery was terrible yeah, yeah and correct. i'm not saying anything about yeah. that i'm saying that i think that they didn't abolish i don't think yeah. black people abolished slavery i think that white people did yeah but black people deserve more credit and they need this and they need that and they did this and they suffered this and they did like yeah again i'm not arguing any of yeah. that i'm just saying that technically oh yeah but why are you arguing technically because that implies that white people did more to abolish slavery than black people it's like well yeah they did because they did <laughs> because they, they abolished did. it yeah and yeah, but you're implying that they didn't suffer as much, or they suffered more, or they. You know, like, no. no, I'm not. And besides, that's entirely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, it's just the, the, this is the problem I recently realised I have is I argue the idea or the concept of something. Yeah. And what I, whenever I end up in a huge argument with somebody, they're usually not arguing about the idea; they're arguing about they're arguing through their own therapy. Yeah. About emotion. Like um, a classic example, I think I brought it before, just to be brief, because I don't want to go too much on this, is um, I, uh, somebody sold, told me that religion was evil. And I said, well, when you think about it, religion is just a book, right? I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a book. Like, if it wasn't this book, it would be another book. Yeah. I think that because multiple books have caused multiple deaths, I think it's not the book. I think you can worship people. anything that you like. I think human beings will seek out violence and will seek out, yeah. a, you know, um, something to take advantage to make themselves feel better. Evil people and, and, will use anything as a justification. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's book A, book C or book yeah. E. It's just like, I think the book has nothing to do with anything. I think religion is, 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 is an idea yeah. or a belief. I don't yeah. think a belief can kill someone, but I believe somebody acting on a belief can kill someone. Yeah. And if uh, yeah, people jump on it, like, yeah, but Henry VIII created his own religion, so that's evil. It's like, well, no, he just wrote a different book. Yeah. I don't even know if he wrote a different book. I think he just tore one book in half. Yeah. And was like, we'll just use this half of the book yeah. or something like that. It's, like, it's just people are evil. Not yeah. fucking a book. It's not evil. It's people. And people are so resistant to kind of even consider that because it questions a lot of what they've thought, what we've said before about people build up their walls yeah, yeah. of their decisions of what the world is. It's like, well, as soon as you, as soon as you suggest taking a brick away from the bottom, like, Oh no, 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 no. I'm fine. Everything's fine. This is where I'm staying. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was my controversial thought is, yeah. When you think about it and it's, it sounds like a really horrible thing to say because people have put so much value on the fact that you need to be sensitive about what you say about history. Mm. It's like, well, no black people didn't abolish slavery. No. They survived it, luckily. 
Yeah. As well. <laughs> or, you know. And yeah. and they became stronger because of it and they struggled through it and they did all these they they survived these horrible conditions and these horrible prejudices and all these horrible things. Yeah. But yeah, if it wasn't for white people, the Jews slavery didn't would end still the Holocaust. be Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it's it's yeah, that that seems to make sense for me. But people use slavery and all these kind of things to make political statements yeah like, well i think a slave coming over yeah he said even a slave yeah, i think ben carson said you can be an involuntary immigrant it's like well yeah i guess you know i guess mm. you can but i'm not sure whether you would be called an immigrant i think you'd be called like a prisoner of war <laughs> or something like yeah that. it's a slightly different yeah you know? <laughs> For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod for anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature. Or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at PullingTeeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. Thank you.